Educate, the alternative classroom experience, brought to you by Katie Conn from her London basement. And she's going to be moving in a couple of weeks. It's very sad, but, you know, all good things come to an end. And when one door closes, another one opens. And this time it's it's moving in with my long-term boyfriend, which is quite exciting. Although I'm having to compromise on my pink aesthetic, which is, you know... It's tough, but with every compromise, a lovely blush pink chair with a stool must be bought for the living room. Um, so, yeah, I think compromises are great, especially when they work in your favour. OK, so speaking of furniture, a great segue into probably an interest that Karens around the world are really interested in. Um I can imagine a lot of them maybe right now are, you know, browsing furniture stores in the UK and in America and in all the the lands that Karens reside. (laughs) So in this episode, I'm going to be talking all about the phenomenon of the emergence of the Karen. Um, (laughs) I mean, what a statement to to fall from my lips. Um, I think that the emergence of Karen as a concept is perhaps the most genius concept that 2020 has given us. I think, you know, it truly smashes Corona uh, that we hate out of the park. And Karen has emerged on all social platforms from the likes of Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, in all of her glory. And it's my favorite thing ever to type in Karen just on any of these platforms and just see the top line tweets or posts. It's so funny. I'm going to have to post on my Instagram some of these, (laughs) some of these Karenisms because they're the best. So as I've done before, I've done an episode about terms that have existed, such as the basic bitch. And sometimes these are more lighthearted terms. Sometimes they are much more weighty and important to really understand and get to grips with. Um, So you never quite know what's going to happen each week. So without further ado, let's give Karen the respect and the platform that she so, so yearns for. And I'll say it once and I'll say it again. Sorry, can I speak to the manager? Okay, so you may know Karen's in your life. You may sometimes have Karen tendencies. What is a Karen? You might be thinking like, who is Karen? Where, like, I Googled her, but I don't know, like, which Karen are we talking about? What? So, guys, I'm going to help you out here with, with a tool called Urban Dictionary. It is one of Educate's favorite sources, probably my favorite source. I sometimes feel like a slight grandma, like, not really knowing what the kind of cool words and the new emerging words that the youth of today are using. And I hate that I just said that phrase, but it's also true. So... What a sad little life, Jane. Right, so the emergence of the Karen phenomenon. Definition. The stereotypical name associated with rude, obnoxious and insufferable middle-aged white women. Karens take everything wrong with the physical over-entitled Western woman and crank it up by several thousand percent. 
They are a mutated species that descends from the soccer mum and have many of their traits, such as a short temper, a crown bowl haircut, an unnecessarily large SUV to take her kids to soccer practice, and to be a menace on the road, etc., etc. But Karens have developed their own unique characteristics, antics as well, including, but not limited to, reveling in making the life of retail workers a living hell by constantly making a scene over nothing and demanding to speak to the manager. A near universal battle cry among Karens. Can I speak to the manager, please? Sorry, can I speak to the manager, please? Can I speak to your manager, please? Threatening to sue someone for a minor misdemeanor they may or may not have committed and may or may not have even involved Karen at all. Now, I've definitely, definitely seen a lot of these hitting probably TikTok, actually. Just type in Karen and you will have the most interesting deep dive you'll ever have in your life. I mean, you'll probably have more interesting things, but it's also very entertaining. So, Treating the drive through line like the set of a Mad Max film by cutting in line and honking at anyone who tries to get in. Even willing to dent other people's cars to save 45 seconds in getting her $1 muffin. Karens in this situation may or may not ask to speak to the drive through worker's manager and or threaten to sue the drivers of the car she just rammed. Being a part of the anti-vax crowd and relying on essential oils for the health of their children because of a Facebook post she saw. Reading erotica that makes Fifty Shades of Grey look like Hamlet by comparison in public and many others. Wow, okay, that is quite a Karen vibe. I hope that we've all understood and are picturing a Karen. Now, you know, she sounds like a bit of a dick, doesn't she? Um... I mean, we can all be a bit of a dick sometimes, for sure. But I think it's probably quite interesting that, again, she's sort of draped in whiteness. And I think, you know, there is a lot of entitled privilege that hits around. I wouldn't actually necessarily say, like, obviously everyone can be obnoxious and rude. And (laughs) it's just, it's interesting that middle-aged white women have been called out on this one. Um, which I'm sure they hate. Like I can imagine there are so many people that hate it, which brings me on to a later segment, which I will not go into right now. The exact origins of the term are unknown. Gosh, shock. The term may have originated on black Twitter. That's interesting. As a meme used to describe white women who tattle on black kids as lemonade stands. Oh, that's so sad. It's also been described as originating with black women, but having been co-opted by white men. Okay, so this just also clarifies from Wikipedia, another great source. Although sometimes you're you're like, I don't know, you weren't allowed to use that at school, I don't think. University of Virginia media researcher Meredith Clark has said that the idea of a white woman in the vicinity of whom blacks need to be careful because she won't hesitate to use her privilege at the expense of others has always been there. It's just, you know, not being so specific to one person's name. Oh, okay. The next bit's very interesting as well. Karen has gone by different names. In the early 1990s, when Baby Got Back came out. Oh my God, Becky, look at her butt. It is so big. She looks like one of those rap guys' girlfriends. It was Becky. 
Karen Grigsby Bates agrees, saying, Karens are part of a lineage of entitled white women going back a couple centuries in this country. And Karen is part of a continuum. Before there were Karens and Beckys, there was Miss Anne. According to Clark, Miss Anne was a Jim Crow era, cheeky, in-group, shorthand amongst black people for white people who use their privilege as a weapon. Now, this is really, really important, I think, because obviously on the surface, you can proper take the piss out of Karens um, for sure. And there's a lot of kind of jovial, hilarious um and really insightful and witty postings about everything that people observe about Karens. But I think it goes a bit deeper than that. Um, And I think it's really important to note that this does stem from kind of privilege and whiteness. And I think it's just really important to recognize that below the surface of this kind of trivial observational humor, I guess, that it stems ultimately from a power structure. I think that's that's super important to know because I think that kind of feeds into the Karen, if anything, because she's aware of her privilege and she's aware that she could do things and get away with them and threaten because of her, you know, where she considers herself to be in that kind of power social structure. And I think it's very, very important to keep that in our brains while we assess with a kind of humorous gaze. Kansas State University professor Heather Susan Woods, whose research interests include memes. Well, Susan, you and I have a lot in common. What a job. Wow. I love that you get paid for that. Good for you, Karen. I mean, your name isn't Karen. Susan. Sorry. I'm sorry, Susan. Sorry. It's not even Susan. It's Heather. It's Heather. It's Heather. It's Heather. Said a Karen's defining characteristics are entitlement, selfishness, a desire to complain, and that Karen demands the world exists according to her standards with little regard for others. And she's willing to risk or demean others to achieve her ends. God, Karen sounds like an absolute dick. stereotypes include anti-vaccination beliefs, racism, excessive use of Facebook, and a particular bob haircut with blonde highlights. <laughs> Pictures of Kate Gosselin and Jenny McCarthy's bob cut are often used to depict Karen. And their, bo- <laughs> their boobs and their bobs are sometimes called the, can I speak to your manager, haircut. There's been some debate as to whether Karen is a slur. While the term is used exclusively in a pejorative manner towards a person of a specific race and gender, some argue that it lacks the historical context to be a slur and that calling it one trivializes actual discrimination. Okay, but I mean, I feel like a Karen is at some point going to be a slur and it's definitely a slur. I feel like some person out there is just being quite pedantic and that's cited as number 14. So I'm going to click on that when this is done and find out who that is because language evolves and so do Karen's. (laughs) Others argue that the targets of the term have immense privilege and that an epithet that lacks the power to discriminate is just an insult. Hadley Freeman argued that the use of the meme has become less about describing behaviour than controlling it and telling women to shut up. Jennifer Weiner, writing in the New York Times during the COVID-19 pandemic, yep, uh, still in that, said the meme had succeeded in silencing her, saying she had to balance her desire to complain about a nearby man coughing into the open air, hawking and spitting on the sidewalk with her fear of being called a Karen. Okay, so people 
who are Karens are feeling silenced. Um, that must be really hard for you. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, I hope you're all well. Um, yeah. Wow. I'm so sorry. I mean, I think that's just a bit, a bit ridiculous. I think you kind of have to take it in your stride. I mean, honestly, my friends, we sometimes joke like, oh God, I was being a bit of a Karen about that. Um, and I think it's fine. I think, you know, everyone does complain sometimes. I think that's fine. I think you're a human being that is allowed to complain. I think... (laughs) I think if the worst thing that you're going to be called is a Karen, I think you need to get a grip, to be honest. Um, It brings me on to the fact that I think on this morning, there was a debate about the Karen situation and how a lot of women were feeling very upset about it. Very, very, very upset. And in their kind of true Karen army, they decided themselves to start a petition to ban the use of the word Karen to describe people like them, which, (laughs) I mean, if anything, they've just sealed their own fate, haven't they? Um, That is the most Karen thing that Karens could potentially ever do. So I, I truly salute you, Karens. You're at least, you know, maintaining authenticity. Um, It's just so funny. I can't even handle that. It makes me die. Um, Good for you, Karens. You you signed those petitions. Yeah. So in summary, I think that we've all learned a lesson here. Karen as a concept is iconic, hilarious, perhaps my favourite thing to emerge from this horrendous COVID-19 pandemic. So have a lovely week, everyone. Remember, don't be a Karen. And if you see any Karens around and, you know, they're not wearing their masks and then they try and tell you that it's their right to not wear a mask and that they shouldn't have to wear a mask, just tell them, look at them deep in the eyes and go, it's a bit of a Karen thing to do, isn't it? It's a bit Karen-y, isn't it? And they will shudder in their little supportive heeled shoes that are slightly aesthetically pleasing because they just can't look bad. And But also they can't have sore feet. I don't know. I'm waffling now, but you just tell them, don't be a Karen, Karen, and then walk off with pride and remembering that you're not a Karen. You know, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. It is hilarious to sometimes have a more kind of trivial oversight of a concept. I do enjoy that a lot, but I also... On the other hand, love making more serious and interrogative episodes into topics such as feminism and, you know, health and education and pretty much anything. Anything's on the table. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please give me a cheeky rating wherever you listen to your podcasts and make sure you stay tuned. (laughs) 